Greetings, everybody. This is the Backlog Breakdown Bite-Sized, and I am your host for today, Kai, or as you probably know me in the group, or on Discord, or wherever, as Paul. And I am going to do a topic that might be a little bit random, but when I brought this up as a topic idea, I wasn't immediately rejected, and so I took that as permission. It is, of course, how the drawing for the gift card was rigged and that it really should have gone to me. <laughs> I'm, of course, kidding. Mostly. Kai. Yes, Drum. You mispronounced Retro Zoo Super Show. No, we're not doing the zoo right now. We're doing the, uh, the uh, backlog breakdown bite-sized. Are you leaving the zoo? No, I'm not leaving the zoo. We're we're doing um you know we're doing an episode of the of the backlog breakdown um for our for our friends Nate and Josh over there. So you are abandoning the zoo for another podcast. I'm not abandoning the zoo. The, we're not going anywhere. I think Stephen should know about this. Stephen doesn't need to know about this. I'm calling Stephen. Don't call. Don't hold on. Don't call Steve. Can you? Stop that! Put the phone down! Put the put the phone down! Drum! Put the... <sighs> you know what? We're going to deal with that later. Um, no, uh, as I said, this topic is going to be a little bit random, but this is actually something that I find massively interesting, and almost no one else does, and that is randomness in games. So this was, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been a fan of speedrunning for quite some time. And, um, and if you watch speedrunners, and I, I know this is, this is like a, this is a, a term that gets thrown around gaming a lot, but especially in speedrunning, you hear the term RNG. And that is the randomness of the game. And uh, RNG specifically stands for the random number generator. And so you, you hear some people talk about it, it's like they're getting good RNG or they're getting bad RNG. And that that is just like like the luck of the draw, as it were, in in playing these games. I, for one, you might know, uh, I've speedrun the game Dragon Warrior, and uh, I could tell you on my best run, I still didn't have particularly good RNG, and that is why my time on speedrun.com is like third from the bottom and is, is actually quite pathetic, because uh, I died multiple times in the game, and it wasn't it wasn't because I did something wrong. It's actually because of those random damage rolls that get thrown out there, and uh, or or you know different encounters. Uh, I, I died. I died once just to a random encounter that uh, I, I got. I got jumped. I got put to sleep, and I got killed. And um, and these these are just random things that the game does. And so there's a lot of talk. Uh, there's a lot of talk. I don't know when like this um, this this episode's gone out. We probably have just passed Awesome Games Done Quick 2020. But if you watch like if you watch like a, a Games Done Quick event or 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 Limit Break event or or another speedrun event, you you hear RNG a lot. And the truth is, you know, like especially like with retro gaming there's no rng there's none uh the old systems are not capable of doing things at random there there's there's no such thing as a random number generator on a nintendo game and so how do we get randomness in the in these games and i've i i've 
I've become really interested in the way the developers hid things from you to make the game seem fresh and you know the a, a little a little randomy a little with a little bit of luck thrown in now what is, what is what does this actually do to games so like of course of course the 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 seeming randomness of games is very important to games like i play like um uh long jrpgs where you have random battles and you're not sure exactly what you know what how how hard you're going to hit, you know, when you hit that attack button, or if you're going to miss at all, and it's that little tension of am I am I going to get jumped or going around this corner, or or am I okay? And and of course, so of course that's that's really really important. But you also get it a lot in in just regular like platformers. So like when you're going up against Bowser in Super Mario Brothers, when he spits out his fire. First of all, how long is he going to wait before he spits it? Is it going to go high, low, medium, height? Um, these are these are things that are are very 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 important to know. And so even like a lot of like Super Mario Brothers is very standard, and you're not going to get a lot of randomness in the levels, but but certain aspects of it very very importantly are. Super Mario Brothers 2, you get the kind of the same thing. Is that you know when 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 you go up against Birdo. He's not acting exactly the same way as Birdo did last time, and so what? What? What exactly is going on behind the these events? Some of it is just simply hidden in the programming. In fact, a lot of it is. Um, take the case of Birdo. So everything in Super Mario Brothers 2 is on a global timer. And what I mean by global timer is when you enter a level, the timer starts going. Everything starts cycling. And there's a lot of different timers that can actually happen. The first one is just the the enemy is on a certain spot as you enter uh, the, the screen. And then that enemy starts the cycle. Or on a global timer, that cycle starts when you set foot in the level and it just it starts you know it starts chugging that's actually what's going on in super mario bros 2 so as soon as you drop into the level birdo actually starts spitting eggs you can't see it you can't hear it but it's happening and so when 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 we arrive to that battle we're somewhere in that cycle and not sure exactly where but that cycle is already going, and that's why it looks like it's a little bit different than you did last time. It's because you're reaching that point at a little bit of a different time than you were last time. As you get better and better and better at these games, these cycles kind of start evening out, and you can really start predicting it. So I'm actually looking at. I found this, and this is really interesting. So um, one of the one of the issues in Super Mario Brothers when you're learning to speed run it, when you get to level. Eight three, you reach a point where there's a couple of Hammer Brothers, and you're going so fast to that part, and they and they are falling into place. And you, if you don't know where they're going to be, there's only a split second to react, and uh, they they can I mean they could just ruin your run. And, the, and this is not a place you want to ruin your run because you're almost at the end of the game and you just want to finish the stupid thing. And so somebody wrote out a table because these Hammer Brothers are on 
on a global timer that's running based on frames. And so you can, you can figure out what pace you're on. And, um, and Super Mario Brothers is, is, is very, very structured on how it finishes levels. And so, you know, there's, you know exactly what pace you're on if, if you're an experienced speedrunner. But if you know what pace you're on, then you can actually predict where those Hammer Brothers are going to be and you can avoid them. Um, and, and so this is, this is the sort of thing that you can, you can figure out as you get better and better with the game, these things that seemed random, all of a sudden start seeming like patterns. You know, when we start reaching those hammer brothers at the exact same time, every time we play, we notice, wait a minute, they're in the same place every single time. And that's, that's kind of one of the ways that this, that, uh, the, the randomness is simulated without actually being there. One element that I just absolutely love is, uh, you know, going way back to the original Pac-Man game. So you might've heard this, that the different, the different ghosts, each, each ghost has a personality and each ghost has an AI that is, that is going after a certain a certain strategy to defeat you. And in this, this, so this, this comes across as you study the ghost more and more, you start realizing their patterns because they have a certain mindset, but to throw things a little bit more random several, several times in the level, all of a sudden the ghosts just seem to go haywire and start breaking with their pattern. And there seems to be a little bit of randomness to this, but it's not random at all. They're, they're actually set to do a scatter, um, a strategy every so many seconds. So for the casual player, you know, I, I remember like you know originally playing like Pac-Man. These ghosts are going all over the place, and they seem insane. And sometimes they just leave, and sometimes they're coming back, and sometimes they're charging me, and I couldn't quite figure it out. But when you play more and more and more, you start to get to know exactly what they're doing and why. And when they're going to scatter versus when they're going to charge or try to cut you off in front or just uh, uh, depending on the, the, the personality of the ghosts themselves. So some of the uh, some of the interesting ways they do this this sort of thing in role playing games because this might be like the most important place where randomness really 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 matters and and it's because it's like you know if you if you keep playing like like I do a dragon warrior just over and over and over again and you always seem to get a slime at the fourth space start realizing wait a minute wait a minute, I see a pattern. And if I know the pattern, then the, the game starts stops having that kind of edge to it, that kind of intensity to it. Well, these games do these things in different ways. Final Fantasy games will seed the game um, based on the number of steps you take. And... One interesting thing about Final Fantasy is that it if you if you leave the if you reset but you leave the power on it doesn't reset your steps and so it will just continue where it left off and now I'll show I'll tell you how like speedrunners will play with that um, in the future but if you if you know like uh, okay so I'm I'm going to be able to get 
through six steps before an enemy here, and then it's going to be 12, then it's going to be 30, then it's going to be two, then, uh, th then you're able to, to really strategize with that. Um, but you have to be able to notice that in, and a, a long string of, of these kind of numbers makes the game feel like you know it is very very random it, it there's just so many different possibilities that you stop noticing you, do, you don't notice the pattern so with speedrunning, if you know if you know it's like okay i'm going to get i'm going to get an encounter in four steps in two steps i go downstairs and the enemy i get downstairs i can't run from he's really really hard or i could take an extra two steps up here get a much easier enemy that i can run from and then i'll have 30 steps downstairs to get to the next new section without running into an enemy and so you'll see the speedrunners like you know divert right at the stairway and take an extra couple of steps to 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 get that that encounter a lot of times what they'll do on the overworld is they'll save and then they'll spawn an attack and then immediately reset it but the count doesn't reset so they have effectively skipped that encounter and they'll they'll go after one that's more um that's more advantageous to them now there's a separate strategy for um for how you know how the fight goes but again it's not random you're not you're not getting a random number when you when you get uh when you do an attack roll oh and uh, uh when we get over to Final Fantasy 4 which if you know me is one of my favorite games of all time when we get to Final Fantasy 4 there's actually multiple tables that they draw from and so the 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 way you see the game is when you hit start on the title screen. So the title screen is counting frames and it counts to to sixty six and then it cycles over. And whenever you hit that that start, it sets it. It's like okay, we are in seed one forty, and then you start taking steps. And on step thirty in seed one forty, there's supposed to be an enemy. Um, enemy attack so the game checks the checks the square that you're standing on and says okay can and can there be a random encounter on this step and it might be oh no i'm in town no you can't or you're in a special square in a dungeon there's a lot of squares in the dungeon that simply cannot have enemies no you're not and so no enemy will spawn there but if you're out on the overworld or you're in a dungeon you can hit that um hit that point you'll get a you'll get an encounter and that's how it's kind of figuring that out and so speedrunning in final fantasy 4 is really interesting because you actually have to either set up what seed you're going to get or figure it out really quickly and once you know it then you'll then you can look at the tables as you're walking and going okay oh i need to take an extra step here so i can avoid this particular enemy at this point Dragon Warrior is one of the more interesting ones because this has created what I think to be the, the most, possibly the most amazing speed run I've ever seen in my life. And the way Dragon Warrior does random encounters is that it counts frames. And so you're hitting a certain square on frame, 
you know, I, I will use 140 again. Then it will check its tables. Like, is there an enemy at, at 140? Yes, there is. Okay, do this. And it does the same thing in battles. Like, when do you hit that attack? What frame do you hit that attack button? Well, these things are going by at 60 frames a second. So how in the world do you do you manipulate that? Um, and for ages, it was thought to be just quite impossible to manipulate the the rng in dragon warrior even while it was possible in like a final fantasy well it was just it was figured out uh that you can that that your character walks at a very very specific rate and you can you can you know, manipulate pauses and such to be at a very, very specific rate. And so you could figure out when those enemies attack and avoid them. And so if you watch a a speedrun of Dragon Warrior, and by the way, the record for Dragon Warrior with RNG manipulation is 24 minutes. You know, you compare that to like the the no RNG <laughs> manipulation route, which is what I I ran, and it's like it's it's well over four hours. Um, but somebody beat that game from beginning to end in twenty four minutes. And when you watch this run, um, and and if you get a chance, Ness Cardinality did a run of this. He's not the current uh, record holder. Uh, holder Ouija Wee is, and I, I, I had I had a blast actually interviewing Ouija on on the on the Retro Zoo about this. But Ness Cardinality runs this at uh, Games Done Quick a couple of years ago, and uh, he explains what he's doing throughout the whole thing, and it is the most fascinating speed run I've ever seen in my life. Um, but You'll notice, you'll notice he's walking, he's walking, he's walking. And then he just pause for the slightest of seconds, just a split second. He paused and he starts again. Well, he just missed a battle there. He just skipped a battle there. And you watch him like walk over, have the first encounter that he hits be a metal slime and then do a critical hit with his fist <laughs> to kill it. And then he does it again. And this is the way this this run goes. And it's it is just it's meticulously plotted and and just fascinating uh the 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 way they were able to manipulate this. But this is kind of the care that that was taken for this game that that you put in a really co- kind of complex way of establishing the randomness of the game and in doing so you make it feel like like it's random you make it feel like there can be an enemy around every corner that there could be an attack at every step that you don't know when you're going to get hit with that sleep spell you don't know when you're going to you know just really need this last hit and it's going to miss uh or in much better cases, when when you're when you know you're about to die and you have one last shot at it, and it's an excellent it's an excellent blow, and you take them out, uh, which are the best. This all of this creates that sort of tension in these games that are so so important. When you're watching Bowser, and you're just you're waiting to see where that where his fire breath will go 
you know, before you advance and you hear the roar of it and you see the fire come out and it's that, that little bit of tension of which way is it going? Can I, can I get out of the way in time? Or that, that little bit of, 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 of tension when you press the button to attack in a JRPG and you hear the swipe of the sword and then it tells you what the results of that attack were. That's one of the things that make these games so much fun, you know, that, that, you know, that, that you come into, you come into the situation, you're as prepared as you're going to be. And you're just, you're waiting for your enemy to make its move and, and to see if they're, if they're going to be able to counter your move effectively. And you are battling with the system at that point, but you are battling against this perceived randomness to it of, of, of how you know how this is all going to play out and that that's part of the challenge of it so anyways i told you this this topic was going to be a little bit random and i meant it um <clears throat> but i do uh, i do appreciate you hanging on with me uh through it and guy we have a call on line one we are not taking calls <sighs> okay fine hold on um hey you are on the air with the i mean um the backlog breakdown the backlog breakdown bite-sized hey kai it's me it's timmy timmy why i'm we're not even on the air right now i'm recording this for for another podcast yeah drum couldn't get a hold of steven but he told he called me and he told me what you did and that you were leaving the zoo for this other podcast they no, I'm not leaving the zoo for another podcast. They're not, they're, they have hosts. They're not looking for a host. Oh, but if they, they had an opening, then you would leave. No, I'm not leaving the zoo. I'm just doing like this, this guest, you know, hosting of another podcast. Kai, I know, I know that the ratings must have been really down lately. And I know that you're very frustrated about that. The ratings are fine. They're not, the ratings are, Timmy, the ratings are fine. I I know they're not. I know they haven't been fine. Timmy, the ratings are fine. I, there's no worries there. Okay. Kai, we all know that the ratings have been have been pretty bad lately. Timmy, no, no, no. Let me finish. But there's a lot of people here who believe in you, and you can't just abandon them because you're feeling down, and especially for the 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 backlog breakdown people. I I've heard their podcast, and they are. Um, I, let me just, let me just say that as bad as they are at brevity, if you were to like hang out with them, then these podcasts would be five hours long because you talk a lot. Timmy, I know I talk a lot. That's why I'm a podcast host. No, no. I've like I listen to podcasts and you talk a whole lot like Steven and, and rave and me and whoever else is on the drum none of us get any words in because you just keep you just keep talking a whole lot okay timmy that's fine uh bye timmy uh okay thank you all so much for joining me uh this was a whole lot of fun to do and uh, i hope you enjoyed it um if you uh if you don't uh, if you if you don't listen to the Retro Zoo Super Show, please do check it out. Uh, this is uh, what we do day in and day out. Not this particular topic. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not all about RNG. Not all of it. But anyways, I, I do appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll catch you another time.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. And if you'd like to support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com slash thebacklogbreakdown. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. 